So what is health? And I think we probably know a bit about health. Um, we usually know what to do with physical health, so probably not eating all the biscuits, um, getting a bit of exercise, um, and just generally looking after our bodies. So we probably agree we know what, what we need to do about physical health. But what I want to talk um, today about is mental health. So what is mental health? And I think it's sometimes a bit hard to define, which is probably why we actually struggle with this area, or it's not maybe as talked about as much as it should be. So I want to start by um, reading a quote to you. So this is from Sarah Stewart-Brown. And if you just flick to the next slide, that's great, thanks. Um, and she's a professor of public health at the University of Warwick and also a well-being expert. And by well-being, I mean inner well-being, mental health, emotional health. I think they're all really interchangeable, so that's what I mean. So she says, feeling happy is part of mental well-being but it's far from the whole. Feelings of contentment, enjoyment, confidence and engagement with the world are all part of mental well-being. Self-esteem self -esteem even and self-confidence are too. And so is a feeling that you can do the things you want to do. So are good relationships, which we spoke about today, which can bring joy to you and those around you. Of course, good mental well-being does not mean that you will never experience feelings or situations that you find difficult. But it does not mean that you will feel, um, sorry, but it does mean that you will feel that you have the resilience to cope when times are tougher than usual. And it can help to think about being well as something you do rather than something that you are. The more you put in, the more you are likely to get out and no one can give well-being to you. It's you who has to take action. So we can see here that we're more than just the physical and our minds need looking after too. Um, and um, today, I'm not really talking about mental health problems. Um, one, they're, they're really common. About one in four of us will experience mental health problems in our lifetime. Mental health problems, it's all a bit of a spectrum, really. We all get anxious. We all feel depressed. We all feel stressed sometimes. When they start to actually affect our lives, um, our day-to-day -day lives, that's when it's really a problem. And if you feel that this is something that you need some help with, I'd really encourage you to either see your GP, speak to one of the church leaders, your small group leaders. But the most important thing is actually not to internalize it. Speak to somebody, your friends, your family, um, and get it out there in the open and get some help. Don't suffer alone. And it says in the Bible, in Ecclesiastes 11 verse 10, so refuse to worry and keep your body healthy. So God encourages us to do this. And God means the mind and the body. We're not two separate things. We actually run in tandem. So when, when God says the body, he does mean the mind as well. It's all part of the same thing. And I think um, in culture, we've often separated those two things. Um, but please don't. Please, please think it's, it's all one thing. And actually, um, as, as an example, if we're stressed in our feelings, it causes an output of a stress hormone called cortisol, which is a steroid. And that, that actually physically affects um, the body. And long term, it can actually affect your immune system. It can reduce your immune system, and it can actually affect your memory. So that's an example of something in the mind, your feelings actually going through and affecting your body. And likewise, if you hurt yourself, if you're in pain, say if you cut yourself, or if a part of your body isn't working properly, it can actually affect your mood. So just to be aware, you know, you're not, you're not one thing and then the other, you're both things running together. You're one thing. And um, if we go on to the next slide, um, God encourages us again. Thanks. Um, so in Romans 12 verse 2, it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you'll learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So it's really important. So we've got another 
picture on another slide. Great. So this is the temple. This is an artist's representation of the temple in the Bible. And um, in the Old Testament, God lived in the temple. It was beautiful. Um, but God has now moved out of his temple, and we are his temple. And in the Old Testament, as you can see, it was really beautiful. It was um, finely inlaid with gold. There were jewels. It was really finely crafted. A lot of time and effort went into it to glorify God. And people went there to worship. But now, as we're his temple, being healthy honors God. Because it actually cares and beautifies his temple, your, your body where he lives. Um, and people see a fine piece of work. Um, so it's important to put time and effort into looking after yourself. But the temple itself wasn't actually to be worshipped. Um, it actually encouraged those who saw it to glorify God. So as we spend time being healthy and working on this, it actually glorifies God. People see a fine piece of work. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. And God um, goes on to say in 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19 to 20, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? And again, your body meaning your mind as well. And he lives in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. And in brackets, your mind as well. Um, and the mind and body are as one. So God, yeah, God knows that the Holy Spirit is living in you and you are his temple. So I want to go on today to talk about the five steps to inner well-being as a way to encourage you to be mentally healthy. And these were developed by the New Economics Foundation, and that's um, the UK's leading think tank. And they promote social, economic, and environmental justice. And their aim, um, they're on the, they've got a website, says um, to transform the economy so it works for people and the planet. And they research and develop these five steps to inner well-being. They, they use a lot in the NHS, that's where I first kind of heard about them, but I've also heard about people talking about them in the church. And um, they've been researched and evidence to um, show they can help boost your mental well-being. And I think they're five steps, um, so they're quite simple, which is why I quite like them and can talk about them with people and patients as, as, um, as I feel fit. But we, we, can, we can just about remember them um, being five. And they're also biblical principles, um, and Jesus modeled all of them, which is why I want to talk about them with you today. So I just want to spend a bit of time and go through and unpack them, um, if that's all right. So the first one, we've been talking about it a lot today, connections, um, and lots of people spoke about things, um, small groups, things like that. And I think God doesn't want us to be in social isolation. It really encourages us in the Bible, don't live by yourself, connect, get involved, be part of the body of Christ. Um, I don't think we can read the Bible and miss that really. Um, and it's really important for mental well-being. As has already been talked about, there's loads and loads of ways um, that you can connect in church. Thankfully, Dean has already been through quite a few, but um, it doesn't hurt to go over them again. Um, so small groups are really great to spend life, spend time together, meeting regularly and actually developing those deep relationships. Um, you can be part of teams. Um, that's always good. Um, you can, but you don't just have to limit it to the church. Um, I'd really encourage you, if you're a Christian, that you should be part of a church and, and getting those connections, as it's really important. But um, don't limit it to it. You, know, you can be connected to friends, you can be connected to family, you can be connected to neighbors, and develop those really good relationships. Um, and even a smile at a supermarket um, can be a connection with a cashier as you're paying. Um, and the next step could be a chat about the weather. You know, that, that's, that's all connecting at a human level. And actually, I just want to encourage you to look out for people who need this. Because I found, um, especially when I had my first son um, with our oldest, there'd be days when you wouldn't make it to a toddler group for whatever reason. Um, you'd be due to meet up with a friend, but their kid was teething or sick. And so actually those connections through the day when I went shopping were actually really important. Um, and just, just touching base with 
someone else because you, you can feel really lonely um, as, as a mum, but you can feel lonely in a lot of other situations. So please be aware to look out for other people in your day-to-day -day life. Smile at someone you don't know on the bus um, because those connections are really important. Um, and also it's um, important, um, I mean, some, some people enjoy the, this side of things a bit more. And if you do, I'd really encourage you to make ways for people to connect. Um, I, I really like getting people together. And in the past, I've done things like clothes swaps or having people around for coffee. Um, but it just it enables people to make those connections. So if this is something th that you enjoy doing, just go for it and, and help people in this way. So the next one, if you don't mind me just hang on two ticks, thanks, is being active. Um, I'm a doctor and I'm nearly a GP, so I, I really like this, this part because it's actually really well proven about your health and your actual physical and your mental health. Um, and being active actually helps reduce um, your chance of developing things like heart disease, diabetes, and even some cancer. Because um, along with a healthy diet, it can help you achieve a healthy weight. And actually, studies have shown that um, it can actually decrease inflammation in your body, which I think is amazing. So it can decrease inflammation in your joints, and actually it can decrease inflammation in your brain. Um, and that's one of the, the main associations with anxiety. So exercising is actually helping your anxiety, which I didn't know until I went to a lecture recently. So um, yeah, if you want any encouragement, the more exercise you do, the more it chills your brain out. So there's, there's an actually physically proven way that it does this. Um, and it can even reverse, exercise can reverse some, um, some medical processes um, such as diabetes and even like early liver disease, things like that. Um, so that's why I think it's so great. Um, the trick is to find exercise that you enjoy doing. Personally, if you told me to do 10 star jumps and 10 burpees, I'm probably not going to put in as much effort as if you teach me a dance routine and put on some music that's got a good beat. Um, I will keep going all day to that, um, probably. But, um, <laughs> but do, do something you enjoy. If you're not enjoying it, look, see what, what you can do. And um, meet up with other people, do it with other people. Just do something. Um, go for a walk, ride a bike, run around with the grandkids, run around with the kids, borrow some friends' kids. Um, but just, just do, do something. And also just push yourself a little bit from what you're doing currently because if you keep pushing yourself from where you're at at the minute over the days and the weeks and the months you'll find yourself getting more and more fit so start from wherever but just keep keep going um, and this is different for everybody everyone's fitness levels are different so that's okay I'm not saying I'm expecting you to couch to 5k or a marathon but just just look after yourself and just keep pushing yourself and the government's given some recommendations just to give us an idea of what what the amount of exercise we should be trying to do each week and they recommend 150 minutes of moderate activity a week and helpfully moderate activity is not having enough breath to sing and then that's um, comparable to 75 minutes of vigorous act activity a week which is um, having not enough breath to talk um, and they encourage you to have about 30 minutes of exercise on at least five days a week and two days of muscle strength training. So that could be yoga, but it could also be lifting heavy shopping, carrying a toddler. Um, there's lots of ways that you can, um, that you can get this exercise in the week. So um, yeah, just, just to encourage you to do that. Um, but try and plan some exclusive exercise opportunities into your weeks. It's all too easy to let your week go by without, without putting it into your week. Because um, it will it'll help you to sleep better, if that's another encouragement. So it's all, it's all got good things that will, will help you in your day-to-day -day life. So just being mindful of that. So we'll just go on to the next one. Keep learning. So all through our life, um, we naturally find that we do different things at different stages of our life. Um, so 
Um, when we're younger, we learn about how to have friendships. We're helping our son at the minute. You know, what's, what's a nice and kind thing to do? How to be friendly, how to make friends. And then as we move through life, um, we might um, have a girlfriend, boyfriend, get married. So we learn about marriage. We learn about relationships. We learn about in-laws um, and um, the wider family. We learn about having kids and what it means to have kids and um, all of that side of things. We learn about having grandkids. We, we're, we're learning on the job all through our life. But also, I think... Um, we need to keep stretching ourselves and keep actively engaging and learning um, as, we, as we get older. So you can learn new recipes, new skills, learning how to mend something. Um, and it also gives you new confidence as you achieve your goal. Keep, keep pushing yourself. I guess this is like exercise as well. But keep, keep setting yourself little challenges. It'll keep building your confidence. And you never know where, where it might lead you. Um, and there's always new things to learn about God. Um, it encourages us in the Bible that we, we can't learn all about God in our lifetime. So if you're really struggling with something new to learn, learn about God. <laughs> keep, keep reading your Bible. Um, if we just go on to the next one. Giving. And I don't just mean money. <laughs> I know we talk a lot about giving money. You can give money, and that's, you know, that, that's part of giving if you want to do that. But I don't just mean that. So you can give your smile, as I said before, for connecting. You can give your skills. There's lots of ways we can give in the church. Um, if you're struggling to think of, or you've, you've got time and you want to give in the church, please talk to Dan Spires, because there's lots of volunteering opportunities in the church. And um, there's lots of volunteering opportunities in, um, in the wider world as well. But um, I just wanted to encourage us, you actually receive a lot when you give. So through your week, think about how you could give, how you could sacrifice, be a listening ear. Um, but just, just think what, what you could do. And finally, we come on to taking notice. Um, you might have heard of this um, also spoken about as being mindful maybe having a brain rest or being still. I've spoken a lot, the, the other four are maybe a bit more busy, busier things, but as, as, as busy as you are, you do need to just stop, and that's good, and I want to encourage us to do that. I think this is probably the one I struggle most with. Um, but meant for, to, to be mentally well, you need to do this a bit every day, and you probably find that if you've been rushing around all day, every day, that when you come to the end of the day, your, your brain and your body's just saying stop, so maybe just try and do it a bit in the day as well. Um, so you're not trying to rush and do all of this before bed, um, just stop. And it's being present in the present. So I'll say that again. It's being present in the present. So it's not always thinking about the past. It's not always thinking about the future um, or what needs to be done. It's being in the moment, taking a pause. And it's not spending the whole day rushing around and it's not missing what's right in front of you. And it's letting your brain hit neutral for a while because actually studies have shown that when you, you let your brain hit neutral, your creativity can flourish. Um, so it's letting and giving space as well for letting God to, you know, his, his creativity to flourish in you. But it's not, it's not just about that. It's just about letting yourself be for a little bit. Um, sometimes doing a brain neutral activity can help. Doing something repetitive like knitting, um, having a shower, something that doesn't involve too much mental processing, just looking out the window. If you're really struggling, just find a window, just look out and just be. Um, and you can really surprise yourself with what your mind can come up with in these, in these times. You often find that you start to process what you've been thinking about in the day and actually um, that's really helpful. And I think recently, Jim, please, um, sorry if I, I slightly paraphrase your quote, um, Jim gave a talk and he said about just stopping and sniffing the air and saying, this is good. And I found that really helpful because it just makes you stop and take in what's going on around you and actually enjoy what you're doing in the present, not 
rushing and keeping going, but just being. We're, we're allowed to do that, and God thinks it's really good, so do that. <laughs> um, sometimes we need a bit of permission, I think. So those are the, the five steps. And um, well, thankfully, um, Josh has made some little cards. Um, there should be one on your chair. Thank you. That I've just gone through, um, I've just gone through these five points. Um, if you can't remember, you could always Google five steps to inner well-being, but if you haven't got one, um, either come and find me or um, one of the church team, let us know. Um, there should be about enough for everybody. Um, but they're, they're really good just to carry around if you'd like something to trigger in the day, just to start thinking about these, these five steps to inner well-being. So, have you had your five today? We, we talk a lot about having our, our five of our fruit and veg today, but have you had your five of your inner steps to well-being or your, your mental fruit and veg in your day to help your mind um, and be mentally healthy. Our aim is to have five a day. We're all naturally more tuned to some than others, as I've said. Um, but I think it's really good to have a look and think if you're doing some from each of them, from, of, of the five a day. And if you're not doing each of them, you could spend some time um, in the next week or so thinking about how you could work into your day, but just try one at a time. Don't overload yourself. Um, I don't want this to become a form of stress. You know, we're not perfect. It's just things to help you. Um, and it's just good to establish healthy habits. Um, it helps us um, grow and it helps um, glorify God as well. And um, it'll just help to build your mental health and help you be more resilient as well. So as we come to the end... I want to encourage us and encourage each other to be mentally healthy. This is a godly thing to do, and let's encourage each other and help each other, and let's look at um, ways we can provide these to each other. I've said if you, if you fancy making time to help other people connect, sometimes maybe it would be helpful to come alongside someone, and if you can see that maybe they're not um, giving themselves enough rest, or they're very stressed and they're very busy, Maybe as you chat, you could say, have you thought about just, you know, taking some time out each day? Just, just be aware that these are good things to do and get alongside other people to do them. Maybe you could offer um, to go for a walk with somebody or instead of meeting for coffee, you could go for a walk instead. You don't have to, but, you know, it's, it's just ways of providing these areas for others and being outward looking in these areas. And let's know that we're becoming more like Jesus as we practice these good mental health habits because he is the ultimate model of good health. And as you read the Bible, you'll start to see he rests, he's active, he connects, he gives, and he keeps learning. Um, so they're, they're all ways um, to help our mental health. So I think it'd be good to spend some time, we've got a bit of time before the kids come back, um, reflecting on these areas. And um, we'll pray in a minute. But I think two areas I felt that would be good to ask would ask God to show you one step further that you could take in these areas. Let's, let's apply it. Let's talk to God and see how he guides us. And also, could you help someone else in these areas? As I've mentioned before, is there someone God puts on your heart or is there a way that you could help? Um, so one, one point, what, what could you be doing? Um, what could God encourage you to take a further step in these areas and something for somebody else? So let's, let's just be still and have some time.
Great. Thank you. So that's a great opportunity. So um, if you want to find um, Julie afterwards, that's a, you could connect and you can take notice and be mindful in God's presence. So thank you. So that's, that's already one opportunity if you fancy doing that. But let's just be still. Let's welcome God's presence and let's pray together. Okay. Thank you, God, that you want us to be healthy, that you um, love us and you want to encourage us in this area. And God, as we spend some time thinking about mental health and good mental health, would you just bring to mind things that um, you could encourage us with in this area? And God, thank you that your son Jesus was mentally healthy and um, did all of these things. And I pray, God, that now you could um, show us another step that we could maybe take this week. Holy Spirit, I pray you'd be speaking to people right now. And God, we spoke about connections this week um, earlier, and I pray that if people aren't connected um, to a small group, or they don't feel as though um, they're fitting in um, in church at the minute, I pray now that you'd um, be giving them ideas and encouragements about how best to go about this. Holy Spirit, could you show us how we could help someone else to be mentally healthy? Or show how we can provide spaces for mental health that we could encourage others with. God, I pray if people are experiencing mental health problems that um, you'd encourage them to reach out for help and not to be in these areas but to move forward. And you'd encourage them this week as well and provide people to encourage and support them. got about 10 more minutes before we need to pick up kids those of us with kids so I think it'd be really good to spend time praying for each other in this area and connecting and if um, wanting to find out more about 